Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Schwab. It's an exciting time for us. I don't know why. I just wanted to have higher energy when I started this. <laughs> they sent an assassin to kill us. I'm not going to, not for this oh, episode. Oh, let's pretend it's exciting for some reason. Anyway, uh, we, we watched season two, episode 10, Curse Words. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> this show <laughs> it really turned me around on it. What a great episode. Oh, wonderful stuff, you know. Now we need to figure out who they are and what they want. People are right to complain that we're not positive enough about this show. What a great show this was. My favorite comment was the one that said that you were from a sci-fi background, and that's why you didn't like Charmed, because you expected it to be like Next Generation. Yeah, that's what I want from this. I want Macy to make it so, and then, I don't know. Maggie to be data or something. <laughs> I think um before we get into this, I, I think maybe it can come off a bit inconsistent because, you know, when you want something from a show, you don't want it to go too far in the other direction either. And, you know, I, I do like that this show is doing some dark uh, storylines with Harry and with Macy. Those were very interesting storylines. But now the show has gone in the opposite direction where everything is dark and mopey all the time. And I just like, I am so bored. I am just so bored. There's a way to do dark storylines where it's not just this, oh no, emo-y garbage, <laughs> where they're just, they're being mopey. They have to write characters to be idiots for part of this plot to work that's going on with Macy, Harry, and Abigail right now. Oh yeah, it was stupid. so dumb. And it's just like, oh, I... I if you have to write a character to be an idiot to make it work, you know you've gone in the wrong path. You uh, you don't write the story. <laughs> well, and also it, with anything, um, the tone ceases to have any sort of meaning if it is always that. Mm -hmm. If it's always goofy and like nothing's ever serious, then you, it's just not funny anymore. Or if yeah. it's always serious all the time, then it's like it 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 holds no weight. It's just like why is everyone so mopey all the time? You need to find like a a tonal balance where it isn't yeah. constantly one tone or the other. And mm -hmm. right now, like it's just it makes everyone either dumb or personalityless, and mm -hmm. I just don't. There are aspects of this I would really enjoy if it were in a different show that wasn't just all this. You know what? There's the show. I can remember that kind of did some stuff like this and did it well. I think it was called Buffy. <laughs> <laughs> this just seems like we're Buffy fans who are held hostage having to review Charmed. Um, well, I'm sure that we've talked about it before on the show, but um, the really the reason we keep bringing up Buffy is because, like, whatever you think of Joss Whedon, I think he's he's pretty scummy. But Buffy did a, a really great job of having um, a comedic tone with serious storylines. So it was very soap opera ish, but um, it had had this good balance of of laughter and horror and and all these things that like mixed together so well and. Mm -hmm. um, they did have seasons that were garbage, mostly because they would become just depressing all the time. Like season six, I think, was like too dark all the time. Just like yeah, how on Angel it would much. get like too dark all the time sometimes, you know. 
Yeah, well, Angel kind of screwed up royally. <laughs> <laughs> but that's a whole other podcast. But anyway, uh, you know, Buffy still had very smart writing, too. And I don't think, like, Charmed has ever gotten to that level, even the original Charmed. No. Um, you know, like, the fact that you can use these storylines to create really layered, developed characters and, and tell multi-layered stories that I just don't think it's it, Charmed has ever really scratched beyond that surface. Mm-hmm. It's like, I, I like a character who might be a bit more gray or who's had a, a dark background and kind of changes their ways or something. But that's not Abigail. This, this story is so dumb. <laughs> no. And no. There, there's like a part where they brush off like Harry or Macy brings up to Harry like, uh, you know, she's killed witches in the past. He's like, yeah, but we told her not to. And she hasn't done it since. I'm just like, this is insane. You can't just say like, oh yeah, you know, you know that serial killer. Well, we went over to him and said, you know, don't do that anymore, and he hasn't. So I think <laughs> but he's she a pretty good guy. Didn't do anything to prove that she wouldn't. It's yeah. ridiculous. And she's she's the exact character I feared she would be. Mm-hmm. And this is like, you know, I have, I have to bring it back to Buffy. I'm thinking of like Spike and his arc. It wasn't just like they said, oh yeah, no that. A funny spike he's killed slayers in the past but he said he won't anymore that's good it's like <laughs> there's a big arc with him actually becoming a good guy he's kind of more of a neutral yeah. and then an unwilling ally kind of before he became an ally and then he went and got his soul back and there's a whole thing <laughs> yeah yeah what the hell are you doing in my house your basement's full of junk and me being in need of uh, junk you were stealing well, yeah. One of my favorite kind of things uh, when it comes to genre TV, my favorite character always tends to be um, the tragic clown. Okay. <laughs> like the comic relief that's got a really tragic story. And when they go into something dark with them or they go to this point where you wouldn't expect from them because they're such like a, a character that perhaps wears uh, humor on their sleeve or, you know, there's something else going on there. Um, I really, really dig that kind of character. And I I feel like you still have to earn those moments. And if you go past the point of no return, like, it, it's not that anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, what they're doing with Harry, while he wasn't primarily a comic relief character, he was like a, a more lighthearted kind of like he he had a personality he kind of wore old man sweaters and was kind of uh fuddy-duddy a bit you know you have that kind of character that that's why i really enjoyed um what they were starting with this dark harry storyline but now he's become dark harry and it's not fun anymore mm-hmm. you know like and and the whole like just moping and being angry at each other and, and it, it feels so unearned too it's it doesn't feel like we got to this point naturally it feels like they just want to contrive drama out of this yeah it's just to make this harry x macy thing take for longer and go what if they're paired off with two other people first it's like no one cares <laughs> no <laughs> these other relationships don't feel earned it feels like you know exactly why they introduced them yeah, there and they, they feel like wrenches thrown into the harry macy thing because that's clearly where the show is going. And it's like, wait, yeah. what if we pair them off with other people first? Like, There's a lot of shows that seem scared for people to have happy relationships to. And mm-hmm. I don't know why, because that just means like you don't know how to write them very well. Yeah. Because you can have like 
You can have long-term relationships in, sh- in shows that are great. You develop those. You don't have to... I mean, uh, for example, look at Leo and Piper. Clearly, that was the long-term <laughs> relationship everyone was yes. <laughs> was rooting for. But, uh, but you know what I mean. Like, it doesn't always have to be like, well, so-and-so get with so-and-so, but then they were keeping a secret, and then they, like, kiss so-and-so, and then they, like, walked in at the wrong time, Ugh. and blee, blee, blee. Like, it's just so... It, it's contrived. That's what's frustrating about it. Mm-hmm. But anyway, now that uh, now that we've turned away all of the <laughs> charm fans that are listening, um, who which of, who well, that's a current version of this charmed and is a fan is watching this far into our <laughs> podcast? Like maybe they liked this one. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if people listening to this like don't know exactly where we're coming from, and like, <laughs> um, you know, I can't say that I'm a charmed fan coming at this and i know you aren't either (laughs) um really this is sort of like um because of the of the charmed reviews that i did like i just thought it would be interesting to develop delve into it and i enjoy genre tv and and because of the videos that i do and i i enjoyed the first um few seasons like three and a half seasons and then after that it started getting like really really bad to the point that i just hated the show um but, like, I couldn't call myself a charmed super fan, even if it was, like, just those first three and a half seasons existed. I'd be like, it was all right. Yeah, it was fine. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed some stuff about it. I couldn't say, like, I knew every single detail or I obsessed over it or whatever. But um, but doing these charmed, uh, harmed with a vengeance kind of things, like, it's... Uh, <laughs> I, I want this to be a better version of Charmed. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like there was so much potential in that show they could have gone into, but... It just hasn't gotten there. This is so awful. It's worse mm. than the original Charmed. And I, I hate saying that because a lot of people were rooting against it because they just don't like feminist agenda or forced diversity or whatever like bullshit they want to say. Mm. <laughs> or, or they're like, the original one's the only one. It's like, no, that's not. I, I would like this to be a good show, but it's just um, it's just not fun. Yeah. We, we went into this with like hopes is going to be better and. If you, I think if you listen to the episode one podcast, we're kind of like more, we'll see how it goes. There's some promise here. And then yeah. <laughs> the, the show kind of face plants pretty quickly after that. And then like all throughout season one, it doesn't know what it wants to be. It just seems like the show that's revamping itself constantly. And now it's like the show that's trying to figure out what it even wants to be within a singular episode right now. Like, yeah, it very much doesn't know what it wants to be. And like season one, there was so much potential and I, I did enjoy parts of it. And I was having more fun with that than this, even though it was all over the place. It it still had like a much better tone. Yeah, it felt like we went through seven seasons. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it it had like a much better tone than this one did, though. Season two is just supernatural and a supernatural. We stopped watching for a reason <laughs> because mm-hmm. that stopped being fun a long yeah. time ago. <laughs> And we had done a podcast on that briefly before it became too much of a chore to bother yeah, watching. Yeah, I don't it. want this to feel like a chore. I want to have fun with this. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I <laughs> hopefully we're we're still having fun even when we're dunking on this show because it's look. I want this to be a fun podcast. I don't want people to feel like it's miserable. Hopefully it's cathartic for some people. A lot of Charmed fans are pretty disappointed. I've been kind of lurking on Charmed Twitter to see what people say and. <laughs> um, I, I, a lot of people aren't liking the direction they're going in either, and that's that's really a shame because I'd like this to appeal to someone. <laughs> it's sad when Vagina Light season was the was the better one. Yeah, 
and like, I bring up like sometimes we forget stuff that the show did, and I was like, it's because the show does not make you remember a lot of these things. <laughs> like it's it's partly on the show. Sometimes maybe there's something we should remember, but sometimes just the show is not executed on some of these ideas well enough to keep them in your mind. Sure, and, and like. <laughs> There's something I forgot about last episode, which the show shouldn't have, which was the fact that, you no, know, Maggie thinks Parker's dead. <laughs> and that should have a I don't think the show forgot on... it. I think they just didn't do it very well, well her reaction after. Which was nothing. Which is why you I wouldn't you... know you would have no idea yeah. a character just seemingly died in the previous one if you had Absolutely not seen it. Not. No. Yeah. <laughs> Which is why I kind of forgot that she thought Parker was dead when we watched that episode, because we came off a break, and I was like, oh, yeah, and you reminded me, at like, I don't know, a day or so after we recorded that, I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> no, I, remi I reminded you when we, were, when we were doing the podcast, when did we were recording. You? Yeah, I did, and you said you forgot during the podcast, okay. and you forgot when you forgot. <laughs> yeah. Constantly forget. It's yeah. just like, why wasn't she more affected by that? She sure. was ready to marry this guy. It's like, nah, whatever. Yeah. No, Um, I admit, like, I got a bad memory. So sometimes I kind of depend on you to remember some things. And then <laughs> even then you don't recall it. Um, So if, if we're, like, coming at some things like giving the show grief for things that actually was explained or actually was there and we just didn't remember, like, hopefully, like, that comes together whenever uh, I do the, the video uh recap of this stuff uh, because i i do try to at least comb through stuff and figure out what details are there and 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 try and piece it all together once it's actually um all um out there because it's hard to judge a season by individual episodes in real time to see how everything's going to come together or what things were actually forgotten or what things mattered or whatever so sometimes like it does change my mind uh, mm. looking at something in overall um as an overall show rather than just uh, distilled episodes that maybe one of them was a stinker or maybe you have a string of three or four that aren't great, but then you start getting into some better stuff or vice versa or whatever. But mm -hmm. um, hopefully it's not too frustrating. Like I, I try to remember stuff, but there's only so much that's in my brain, yeah. <laughs> especially we're, when you're not having fun. <laughs> we're both like making videos on other things too. And there's a lot of info. <laughs> We need to know. So sometimes we might forget something about the silly charmed reboot. <laughs> That's very true. Sometimes I think we gotta retain too much stuff in our brain. Like I'm like, I'm trying to remember everything about Baywatch, and look, <laughs> I'm the only person trying to remember any of this shit. No one else will. Hi <laughs> oh Mitch, I'm sorry. I was just so surprised to see you standing there. Not as surprised as I was. This has just become like a behind the scenes podcast at this point. Yeah. Like we're like, whatever with the yeah, Schwab. Maybe we should actually get into the stupid episode. <laughs> All right, look, um <laughs> look, it's a heavily focused Jordan episode. But also this episode this episode is um what's also been frustrating us about the season. Last episode they they brought things together a little bit more, at least with uh Maggie and Mel, but this episode they're all separate again. They're all separate, just like Supernatural, where they're like, let's separate everyone. It's like, how about you don't? <laughs> Can you please put these characters together that we want to see interact and doing things? Yeah. But this one separates all of them into all three of them. But uh, the main focus of this episode, uh, what uh, the title is all about, um, is Jordan, everyone's favorite character, Air Jordan. 
baby. <laughs> Just imagining him doing the Jordan leap in the air, but then he hangs himself on the basketball net. <laughs> He um he was slightly less unlikable in this episode, but didn't make him likable still. Mm-hmm. I still think that he's a terrible character who comes off like he's in an abusive relationship. I don't like it very much. Mm-hmm. This He's having his 26th birthday party, but I guess this is a, a pre-26th birthday party. Like, midnight, he'll officially be 26. And I didn't yeah. catch that at first until, like, Maggie's like, you got 17 minutes to try and live and it'll end the curse. I'm like, <laughs> oh, he's having, like, a pre-birthday party, is he? Okay. Yeah, um, kind of weird. Like, was he born on midnight? Is that what they were saying? No, I don't know. Maybe he had to work <laughs> the next day or maybe it was this day. I don't know. <laughs> Once again, nothing's happening at Safe Space, so they can just, like, take over the whole thing with his birthday party. <laughs> and, uh, there's a- Swan has made a, a birthday cake for him that's shaped like a boxing ring. And she says that it's gluten-free, sugar-free, and dairy-free. Because all she does is say annoying things. <laughs> Those businesses must love having their stuff in safe place and screen. What, what- the only business that we know that sells things there is the magic shop that Mel now owns. <laughs> Which she never runs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we've never seen her run this once. Um. Jordan, I guess, sells memberships to his boxing. We've never seen anyone in yeah. there but him and the sisters. Yeah, we know there's some kind of cafe in there, too, which sells Right, stuff. that's true. And but we never a- saw any baristas, right? <sighs> we might have? I th- Maybe. I don't know. I-, I think we might have. Okay. Anyway, this is bad. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in need of a guilt remover spell. So uh, Maggie, Macy, and Mel are uh, are hanging out at this party, wondering if uh, if Jordan's curse is really over. Because uh, as uh, people might remember, uh, in something that we actually remembered <laughs> <laughs> um, was that Jordan, his family, everyone dies when they're twenty five. They never reach past that because uh, his great 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 whatever grandpa Mortimer Muffins he stole a ring from a witch and uh, cursed his family line, and he uh, burned her and her sisters and did a real dick move there. Mm. Macy, who has a really super cute hair, she's got like these little pearls in it, Mm. uh, gets a text from her BFF, uh, almost boyfriend, billionaire Julian. So she uh, leaves the scene. Uh, This is setting up all of the different storylines here. Uh, Dad Vera shows up at the party for no reason. He's just like, hey, whose birthday is it? (laughs) What's going on? He just came out to hang out. I was surprised that that he was still around, to be honest. Yeah, so was I. I think he's just like, I'm getting stir-crazy in the house. I wanted to come out. Yeah. You guys are like all partying. He's like, can I come out of my room, guys? (laughs) Yeah. These are all getting drunk in this, like, shopping center, community center, whatever this is. (laughs) Yeah, whatever this kind of Google place is. (laughs) (laughs) Mel is arguing with him about this stolen stuff that he's trying to sell something or other about that. Macy goes outside. Uh, she gets a text from Julian um, with a plane ticket asking to come meet him very forward. And uh, Harry shows up and he's like, oh, what's up? What's going on? You're getting a text from your boyfriend? <laughs> uh, but that's when um, poisoned Abigail uh, ruins the the scene. And uh, both of us groan audibly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was groaning before this because, like, okay, first it's Harry gets jealous because M- Macy's on the phone yeah, with what's-his-nuts, and then Abigail shows up, and then 
<laughs> Macy gets jealous. It's just like, oh, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> fuck off, Abigail. We'll get to that in a second. Um, <laughs> inside, uh, Maggie has a vision of a sign falling on Jordan hilariously. Best part of the episode. <laughs> but, but sadly, she saves him. <laughs> yeah. Why couldn't she just let him die? <laughs> that would have been so good. Mm. Um, they have the opening uh, title thing for two seconds. And then when they cut back, everyone's just chilling, eating cake. Like, that didn't just happen. <laughs> you see everyone in the background like, mm, good cake. Mm-hmm. Everyone's sitting alone, too. It's like, what a great birthday party. Everyone's just sitting alone, eating cake in this darkened room. <laughs> when a Jordan's sign just like- fell on him. I think I might go home. I just almost got killed. And then Maggie's all like, no, wait, we got cake. And uh, other things. Booze. Uh, I guess you're right. (laughs) Yeah, cool. We didn't mention uh, Swan was there with the cake. And Jordan comes over and he's like, oh, what's the cake? And she's like, it's gluten-free, dairy-free, and (laughs) sugar-free. I, I did mention that, but it's worth noting it's uh, very annoying. <laughs> I, I missed you already mentioned it. Apologies. <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> There's so little in this episode that's worth mentioning. <laughs> I just wanted to groan at that <laughs> before we moved on. Cause, oh, it was terrible. It's, like, not the, it's not the fact that gluten-free, dairy-free, whatever cake is annoying. It's just the fact that they think that's funny just yeah. stating that and nothing else. <laughs> Yeah, it's like this is Swan's thing, either product placement or really lazy, stupid jokes. Which Pretty are much. really jokes. Saying, yeah. Oh, the cake's gluten free. <laughs> oh, so many chuckles. Trade roll. <laughs> all right, so uh every, so all of our plots are set up. Everyone is uh, on the edge of their seats, just wondering when they can go to the bathroom. So, <laughs> so let's go into the first one, the most annoying one, uh, Harry, Abigail, and Macy. Why the hell did you do that? We knew as soon as Abigail would be back, this would suck. Um, so Harry heals Abigail. She's been poisoned. And uh, she's like, everyone's trying to kill me these days. Uh, why don't you guys help me out? Figure out who poisoned me. Um, Macy's like, hey, can I have a word alone, Harry? So remember when she manipulated us to become <laughs> the demon overlord? Mm-hmm. Maybe we shouldn't trust her. She killed Parker. She's kind of a dick. Um, she's done nothing to prove to us that she is worth being an ally. Uh, maybe let's not do this. Uh, but Harry's like, I'm on team Abigail. She's great. <laughs> we need her as an ally because bleep, 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 bleep. I'm such a dummy dum-dum. Yeah. I have to be a moron because my penis, I guess. LOL. He came off like the the dumbest automaton in this episode, like he was a robot or something. Yeah. What was to... going on with him? He's thinking with his penis, I guess. It was like she cast a spell on him or something. Like it was weird. <laughs> that would make more sense. <laughs> but they were it was just badly written, I guess. Mm-hmm. Well, she wouldn't need to convince him later if she put a spell on him. Yeah, I guess. Unless it was an influencer potion. (laughs) (laughs) And he's like, OMG, hashtag blessed. (laughs) Wait, what? This means I'm an influencer. So uh, Macy's like, well, if you're going to go, I'm going to go with you. 
And Macy's hanging with Abigail at her place, at her uh, stupid rich person place. Abigail's sitting on the couch like, Oh, I'm just so hurt. I'm poisoned. I can't do anything. Ooh. Just being like the most annoying little shit in the world. <laughs> Macy's trying to figure out whatever's, whatever's going on. And uh, Abigail's ordering them around like they're her servants. Harry comes in. She's like, would you make me some tea? And he goes to do it. I have no idea how this transition happened. I don't know why he likes her or how this, like, went. when he kissed her, it was, like, out of nowhere. And then it just seemed like he wasn't reciprocating until all of a sudden he's, like, all Abigail all the time. Mm-hmm. It, like, it's so chemistry-less. Yep. Terrible. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Macy goes to the bathroom so she can sneakily scope the place out, and she finds a needle in a cupboard. Why was Abigail keeping this needle in a little box? <laughs> what was the she, point? She sucks at this. <laughs> Why was there, like, magical powder next to it? What did that have to do with the magical poison? Yeah, it was she, like she was leading Macy to it. Yeah, Maybe like that was the point. My incriminating evidence that she leaves outside the shitter. <laughs> <laughs> was the point of this to... To make Macy mad and drive a wedge between her and Harry, because that's making a lot of assumptions about how these interactions will go. I, I think she's just incompetent. I don't think she <laughs> meant for her to find that. <laughs> Why was there the, like, the powder outside? What did that have to do with the needle? Why did she save the needle? Why didn't she just toss that? I don't know, because she's Why an was idiot. it in a little box? Her little evidence box? What is yeah. the box about? <laughs> My stuff I don't want Macy to find. <laughs> what, yeah, what, why wouldn't she... Like, it would still be incompetent, but what if she just found it in the bathroom in the trash or something? Maybe that would be... <laughs> like, it wouldn't be any more ludicrous than this. <laughs> She'd be like, what's up with this? <laughs> Next to all the old tampons and shit. <laughs> I like that Macy specifies, though, like, can I use your ladies' room? Like... <laughs> Is Abigail so also is a men's room? <laughs> like, imagining Abigail's place just having a men's and ladies' <laughs> She's like, ew, I don't want an intersex bathroom. <laughs> she has a men's and a ladies' room for all of her BDSM parties. Not everyone's yeah. comfortable sharing a bathroom. <laughs> and then my incriminating evidence room. <laughs> yeah, do not enter, especially if you're Macy. <laughs> No Macy's allowed. Yeah, just a circle with a line through it with her face. Yeah, <laughs> and like devil horns drawn on her. <laughs> Chess, no homers. We're allowed to have one. I love the idea of a half demon putting another half demon devil horns on, like to show that she's bad. <laughs> <laughs> So Macy comes in and interrupts Harry and Abigail's incredibly boring talk to uh, confront uh, Abigail privately and say, hey, you faked this assassination attempt. What up with this? Uh, Abigail's like, "Uh, but I want Harry to sex me up, so shut up. (laughs) And then Macy is like, and I like him for being good. (laughs) Whatever. I don't buy any of this. Either it's badly written or she's a bad actor in character you know like oh she's pretending she likes him either way it's the most unconvincing shit i've ever heard mm-hmm. <laughs> and then macy's like well that didn't work what if i talk to harry alone hey harry <laughs> <laughs> uh, she faked this assassination attempt and i saw you two kiss explain <laughs> <laughs> she she just goes exactly like that explain golly gosh my word <laughs> <laughs> and she says like <sighs> 
she's all bitchy about it too. She's like, do you want to go back and chat with your demon girlfriend or can like we go home now? Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, well, obviously I want to go home, but actually I do want to chat to my demon <laughs> yeah. girlfriend. So one second, let, me go, let me go break up with her real there. quick. <laughs> yeah. Let me go break up with her real quick. I'll be right back. <laughs> yeah, toodles. Yeah, so he talks to Abigail and she's like, you bring out the best in me, Harry. <laughs> Harry, you're crumbelievable. <laughs> I don't buy any of this. It's no. so flaccid. It's, it's not like, it's not interesting manipulation. It makes him seem like a big idiot because it sounds is. fake as hell. She's also just a murderer and all she did was <laughs> yeah. go, oh my bad, I won't do that again. Like, oh, yeah. I guess we can trust her. <laughs> She's done nothing to redeem herself to make it seem like he would ha- find anything appealing in her. Mm-hmm. It just mm-hmm. seems like he's thinking with his dick. <laughs> and it's like, okay, but I know you manipulated me, but I guess if you go, I really like you, that makes that okay. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. <laughs> this all ends with Macy getting a text from Maggie uh, during their plot, so they gotta go. So let's go into Ray and Mel's plot. Um, they're in the bunker. And he's talking about, like, uh, some cool archaeology stuff. He doesn't want to sell this thing he has because it's pretty cool. Or maybe he does want to sell. I don't really remember what angle it is. Either way, they're buttonheads about whatever. Uh, and it has to do with these buyers and this thing that he got. And he's all excited about it from a, like, a find perspective. So he gets a text from these buyers. And uh, Mel takes him through a portal to go meet them. We get them at a, at a diner, uh, stirring coffee awkwardly. <laughs> mm-hmm. And he asks her about Nico because he's pretty out of date uh, with what is going on there. So he's like, hey, what's up with your girlfriend? How's that going? <laughs> well, not great. <laughs> yeah, Mel neglects the whole magic roofie thing. Yeah, poor Nico. Oh, man, she got such shit. <laughs> <laughs> I miss Nico. That was one of the better relationships they had and it sucked. <laughs> I think Galvin was the best relationship. Galvin was the best one. It was the weird one they managed to turn around that you never saw coming. Nico could have been a good relationship. They just bungled it and then they like treated her like shit. So she really just got like the crappy end of everything. Yeah. But that could have been interesting. Uh, It was way better than the Jada thing they tried to bring up. Jada sucked. Yeah, that was garbage. You forgot about Jada till now, didn't you? (laughs) (laughs) Block her out of your mind. (laughs) I mean, it's one of those other season one things. You're like, oh, yeah, that happened. (laughs) (laughs) One of their uh, swerve out of this plot plots. Mm -hmm. But she slightly, uh, Mel slightly blames uh, her father for her bad relationship. She's like, I don't trust people because they always leave. And it's like, well, I mean... You kind of bungled a lot of stuff in your relationships, too. I think all the roofies probably didn't help the trust <laughs> issues. I think you were the one causing the rift there, buddy. <laughs> yeah. And like, well, Jada was like her, I don't know, angry period. I'm going to date this weird girl from the Bad Witches Club. <laughs> Jada was hilarious caricature, is what she was. Yeah. like, she's so goth and cool. <laughs> Ow, the edge, it's Jada. <laughs> Yeah, bring her back. Why not? Why not anything to get rid of this monotony? All right. <laughs> I don't want her. <laughs> no, that's true. I don't know what I want from this show at this point. <laughs> I want sweet release. Um, so, so, uh, so Ray goes to meet the buyers. Um, he gets a text from them, so he goes. Um, he meets up with them in an alley, 
and they want to verify if this thing he's selling them is legit, uh, but they find a tracker on it, so they're pretty suspicious. With their magic detector. (laughs) They don't seem to to know about magic, though, because by the end they seem surprised. Oh, they do? Okay. Yeah. Like, one guy's kind of like, oh, whoa, it's something, and the other woman's like, it's magic. Okay, whatever. And she, they knew what black amber was. Okay, well, to be honest, I was losing a lot of the details of the the Harry plot, and it seems like this was probably, or not the Harry plot, the Ray plot. Uh, it seems like it was supposed to be important, <laughs> but I don't know what he was selling. I don't know what was going on there exactly, other than that Mel was mad and he was selling it to these people, and then they got mad because they found a tracker. And then they threaten him, and then he's like, hey, look at this thing I stole. He stole some of the black amber from the the magical bunker tree. (laughs) (laughs) And then gives it to them. I don't know. So people might be mad. I don't know what all the details were of this, and it's setting stuff up for later in the season. But I guess we'll find out. It's dumb like Mel's watching over him, too, while this is happening. And they pull a gun on Ray. And she's like, Dad! Which is like, okay, you can never be concerned about him, but you don't have to ever go that far. But it's just (laughs) like, then she proceeds there to sit there and watch how this plays out for a really long time while he pulls out the black amber and gives them that while they're holding a gun on him. Like, he could be dead so many times before she gets there. Yeah. Gosh. Her relationship with her dad is our relationship with Charmed. I'm so angry, and I want better of you! (laughs) And then when they just start falling into, you know, Parker or Maggie weddings, we're like, Charmed! No! (laughs) Charmed! We believed in you! (laughs) That's not true, we didn't believe in that. We had no faith. (laughs) I don't have faith of the Oh no. Oh no, uh, crap. It's because I'm from a sci-fi background. <laughs> you want everything to be like Enterprise, Phelan. That's your problem. The optimism of Enterprise. <laughs> uh, yeah, very complicated relationship. But look, she's she just wants the best of him, but she's so disappointed. She's not mad, she's just disappointed. <laughs> There's Maybe one, she is a little mad. <laughs> there is one dumb part where she calls him Ray. And he's like, "Call me Dad. I deserve that respect or something." Like, no. <laughs> yeah. You can't just say that, like, okay, because you exist, you deserve that respect. No. <laughs> I don't think so, buddy. So, uh, they get the the black amber. Mel uses her powers to melt the gun. I didn't realize this before. So she she like manipulates atoms or something. That's how she can like freeze things. So I guess she can also heat things up. Apparently, yeah. she might have done this before, but maybe I'm thinking of some other spell they cast that involved melting something. Mm. Either way, she can do that now. So that's something for us to either forget or remember. <laughs> maybe when she is freezing something earlier, she unfroze it. I don't, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> She hey, Phelan, do you remember what Macy's last name is? Matthews. <laughs> You're right. You got it. Okay, so w- w- the most important thing, though, is when Mel lifts her hand to use her powers, she reveals her jacket has fringe on it. <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> you must be kidding, aren't you? So, uh, so the bad guys take off. They have the black amber. Um, Mel is pissed off because he stole that without telling them, and she has to explain to him what it is. He just he just found like a vial of goo and took it. Why did he think this was? <laughs> Uh, he's like, sorry about taking that, yo. <laughs> mm-hmm. My bad. They notice there's a security camera there, so it probably has, like, uh, the the license plate on it so they can figure out where these people are or whatever. Um, so they go back to the bunker, and at, when they're doing all this stuff, I was distracted by the fact that Maggie and Jordan's plot is going on in the episode, and they're right outside while they're just having this normal talk, and then, like, Maggie and Jordan are outside there, like, dealing with a ghost. It just seems weird that you have these plots separate, and yet they're only separated by a wall at this point. Yeah. (laughs) Silly. It's like, that's apparently the only real reason they're hanging out just outside the bunker, rather than fully going in. Yeah, they eventually do go in there, though, right? Eventually, yeah, yeah. But it's like, but we want to keep this these two different conversations separate so they're just gonna hang out outside the bunker even though it's not really safe there and yeah, at this point, they would have been much safer if they'd just gone in yeah and maggie's already at the point where she's telling them though like all oh, magic and stuff exists and whatever so it's like there's no point to not go in the bunker except they <laughs> don't for like a few more minutes <laughs> Terrible. But before we get to that, uh, there's a little bit more with uh, Mel and her dad. Uh, So she asks uh, what really happened with him and their mom, and they do clarify some things. Um, He said that when he was working doing his archaeologist stuff, he was off playing Indiana Jones. (laughs) And and he was uh, putting on short shorts and um, uh, acting like Tia Carrere and (laughs) wearing black fishnets, the standard relic hunting uniform. (laughs) Yeah, he's wearing a black bra under his fishnet. Yeah, yeah. he was was hanging out with a a British sidekick who was kind of uh, Hugh Grant-esque in the will-they-won't-they relationship that never went anywhere. So while uh, he left their mom alone raising the kids, uh, she fell in love with another guy, which was uh, Maggie and Macy's mom. She had Maggie while, like, she got pregnant while he was gone, so he always knew that it wasn't really biologically his child. So I'm glad they clarified some things about that. They tried to make it work, but uh, he started drinking and he strayed and everything just sort of fell apart. So uh, it was nice to get a little bit of backstory there. Mm-hmm. I wish there was some acknowledgement, though, that their mom is pretty bad, too. But Yeah, I guess it's kind of hard for her to speak her case, but they know her ghost is hanging around. Why don't they get Kat back there to be like, hey, yeah. mom ghost, well, let's I don't talk. Mean, like, you know, I just wish there was some, like, Mel had a line about that, like, uh, didn't think she would do that or something, you know? Yeah, yeah, they don't really seem to, to give their mom as much grief as they gave their dad and he's yeah. certainly been and he shitty, deserve, but, yeah he deserves it yeah. too but it's also just like well okay but their mom seems pretty shitty too and all the elder shit we've talked about before as well that she's involved with so it's like yep yeah, all right but we're gonna keep acting like she's fine when she's blameless <laughs> yeah let's talk a little bit about <laughs> a little bit a lot of it about um the jordan and maggie plot Mm-hmm. <laughs> everyone's favorite plot uh all of these were annoying except the the one with mel and their dad because at least that worked a little bit at the family relationship stuff mm-hmm. i was pretty fine with that even though i was i was losing the details <laughs> but <laughs> uh the stuff where they talked about their family and, and did more character work i i appreciated that yeah i guess i think there's some execution issues but 
overall it was the best plot in this episode. Yeah, it needed some work, but it was um it was something. It was more than the other ones were, which were annoying. <laughs> <laughs> so uh Jordan is talking to uh Maggie um about his family, and he's like, Oh, kind of feels like we're cursed, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he talks about, you know, everyone in his family uh, in, on his father's side dying before they're 25. Uh, kind of tragic. Um, he's also cleaning up after his own party. No one stayed behind. It's just him cleaning up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No one likes Jordan. Yeah. Rightly so. Yeah. Uh, and this is where he just outright calls her out on being dead. Like, he's like, hey, so, so I know that you're supposed to be dead, right? Because <laughs> social media, it ain't that hard to look you up. Um, and she says she can explain, but, uh, he says he doesn't want her to. Like, he's like, I know you probably had a reason. Uh, Parker seems like he was kind of dangerous. So, like, I get it. This is your own business. You don't have to tell me if you don't want to. Which was one of the few times I was like, all right, that's fine. Mm -hmm. It's nice that he didn't, like, just get accusatory with her over it. Yeah. Uh, Because he just assumes that she has a crazy ex and some other shit going on that she might have to disappear for. Right, you know. I guess one good moment for Jordan. <laughs> I, I will give him credit for that. <laughs> but he also asked her about when he followed her into the bunker uh, and he or he into the entrance to the bunker and she disappeared. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he's like, what's up with that? Which uh, is creepy to admit that he was following her around <laughs> uh, into uh, rooms alone in the middle yeah. of the night. I was just going <laughs> to confront you in the supply closet or Whatever that room is, the boiler room. I know you have a crazy ex, so I thought you would love having a a man that you don't know that well following you into a room (laughs) alone at night. Yeah, (laughs) suddenly sticking his foot in the door and trying to confront you about something. (laughs) What's going on? (laughs) And she's like, disappearing? What? Curses? Maybe you should lay off the edibles. (laughs) (laughs) LOL. LOL. Jordan, be high. (laughs) <laughs> talked to Snoop Dogg about edibles and I was like you f*** with edibles man and he said I don't f*** with edibles cause they ain't got no off button that's when they feel, feel a chill in the air <gasps> and uh, Jordan goes to check on the thermostat and uh, Maggie sees frost on the window and it starts spelling out he is mine uh, and that's when the ghost of the witch uh, that cursed his family shows up I don't know why she didn't think something would happen on that front because they knew that curse was still a possibility Mm-hmm. I don't know why they thought, like, stopping Parker was going to stop the curse initially, but... <laughs> <laughs> well, they got that sign out of the way. That was the one thing the witch had coming. Yeah, once they <laughs> stop that sign, it's all good. Yeah, she can only try once, right? <laughs> well, you know what the thing is? Um, <laughs> The sign uh, shattered, but then Leo showed up and healed it, and then, like, it's back to square one. <laughs> Live, damn you! Live! <laughs> So the the ghost chases Maggie around before going after Jordan. And uh Maggie casts a spell which traps the ghost in a mirror and she goes, "Who's the bad witch now?" <laughs> <laughs> it's like, "Why are you taunting her? Like maybe you could feel a little bit of sympathy. I mean, it's not cool that she's like killing everyone that had nothing to do with this, but you know, <laughs> she yeah. She did kind of get screwed over by this guy. You could maybe try and sympathize a little bit." <laughs> yeah. Might work a bit better to resolve the situation as well. Yeah, I'm not saying that the curse was right. I just yeah. mean, you know, <laughs> you don't have to taunt her with, who's the bad witch now? Yeah. 
Bet you wish you could kill me, but you can't, idiot. Stuck in idiot. the mirror, stuck in the mirror. <laughs> um, she tries to reason with her by going, come on. <laughs> no, but you don't, come on. <laughs> he's a good guy, kinda. Threatens <laughs> women, follows them into rooms. <laughs> he's, he's a good guy. Jordan would never hurt anyone. <laughs> Except for Macy, maybe. <laughs> or if you ask to borrow a first aid kit, he might hurt you then. <laughs> <laughs> Those are his pet peeves. Cut to Jordan beating Swan. Oh my god, I was totally Sugar wrong about free him. Sugar-free cake will kill you! I'll kill you! <laughs> Give me the damn sugar! Ah! What if they just let that witch kill him and they're like, and nothing of value is lost? And <laughs> <laughs> the day we're saved. My work is done here. What do you mean your work is done? You don't do anything. <laughs> Didn't I? But the witch breaks out. <laughs> so Maggie brings out her nightstick, which I guess is her new weapon. What happened to the weapons their mom gave them? <laughs> they have these super special weapons? They forgot about them. But what did, Macy what did just Maggie got an have? IOU. It was it, yeah, that's right. She did. Maggie had some sort of stick or something, didn't she? But it wasn't that. Yeah, it wasn't the baton. Yeah, it was some sort of other thing that she had. Yeah, what? Someone uh, listening to this, correct us on this. What happened? Was there a conclusion to this storyline? I'm forgetting about. <laughs> I would like to know, and I'm not looking it up. <laughs> I'd like to know, but I don't want to do the work. You see. <laughs> Either way, apparently this is her new signature weapon. Um, Jordan's attacked, uh, and <laughs> the attacker turns around, and it turns out it's Swan, and she's possessed! Dun dun dun! And then she's but, like, Gushers! Oh my god, Phelan! <laughs> I gotta tell you, we're a hive mind, okay? This is exactly what I wrote in my notes. Who's the bad witch now? Gushers! <laughs> <laughs> And then she, like, pops Jordan and his head explodes and gushers fly out his <laughs> neck. <laughs> we're, we're so on the same mindset on this that the extent of our joke was just shouting gushers and that's it. <laughs> that's all she does. Well, it's also thinking of him exploding like a gusher. <laughs> yeah, his head turns into a piece of fruit and he explodes. Yeah, you see the gusher flying out his neck. <laughs> <laughs> It lands right in Swan's mouth. Mm. Mm, sugar free. No, they're not. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> Old Navy. <laughs> and W cream soda. Gushers taste the blast. But more importantly, when she finds possessed Swan, she spins her head 180. Yeah. Like the exorcist. Exorcist <laughs> shot. <laughs> and uh, this uh, so kills Swan immediately. she definitely breaks her neck. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Why would Swan live through this? She definitely would have died. Yeah. Spoiler, Swan does not die, but she goes, Oh, my neck, when she's not possessed later. <laughs> Swan and Maggie have a one-on-one -on -one battle with their stunt doubles. <laughs> I don't know, I kind of liked this. That was, this was fine. Mm, was Just something. go one-on-one. -on -one. Yeah. Like, now that Maggie's the fight one. <laughs> yeah, one of those, like, she instantly knows how to fight, like, really good. Mm -hmm. Now that she's been working with Jordan over the, the break. Yeah, <laughs> he's been attacking her at random intervals while walking home. <laughs> she's learned to live her life in fear. Thanks to Jordan, she's constantly afraid. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's why he's so good. You can't kill him. He's a good man. He's a good man, Charlie Brown. So Maggie takes Jordan to the boiler room leading to the bunker. And she's like, the curse is real. It wasn't the edibles. You're right. (laughs) (laughs) If he survives the next 17 minutes into his birthday, the curse will be broken. She doesn't know that. Is this like an honor system with this ghost? She has to go away once he hits 26? Yeah. (laughs) Ah, shucks. Yeah, shit. (laughs) Guess he gets to live. (laughs) Anyway, just then Jordan gets impaled. She goes, oops. Uh oh, spaghettios, and then gushers fly out, and then she dances, and the gusher raining down on her. <laughs> and it hits her old navy jeans standing. Room. No, there no. was time now. Taste the blast. Now, but but now they're as delicious as gushers. <laughs> and then Swana pops up in the ceiling, goes, "Here's Swanee." <laughs> yeah, she's. It's almost as dumb. Hello, visionaries. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, This interrupts uh, right when Maggie's going to tell him about them being witches. So Maggie takes him into the bunker so they can intersect with the Melon Ray plot. And she goes, by the way, we're witches. (laughs) By the way, we're witches. (laughs) Whatever. (laughs) FYI. Um, She says that they need Jordan's ring. So Mel and Maggie head out uh, to meet with Harry and Macy uh, to go after Evil Swan um, with this ring. Um, So... Just because they all intersect at the end doesn't... I just wish that, like, they just condensed to one story and had people interact with each other. I hate this, like, just separated shit. Yeah. It's like, Harry and Macy especially, they're so separated from anything going on in Mel and Maggie world. Yeah. Yeah, there's. it's like they're on their own different show and they don't care about what's going on with yeah. any of the other plots. At least, like, Mel and Maggie talked a little bit before they go gear up for the battle. They just call Harry and Macy right before the battle with the ghosts, and that's all they do. And they barely know what's going on. It's just like, all right, I guess we gotta go do their plot now. Right, let's see how that's going. <laughs> their plots don't... It's like they don't care about the plots going on with everyone else until maybe a fight intersects. Yeah. And we don't see anything going on in their lives outside of this stuff. Mm-hmm. Because this is all they have now. They don't have, like, any of the science stuff. They don't have any of the school stuff. They don't have anything. Sorority! Sorority! I would rather have that, though, because I would rather see them as rounded characters with lives outside of this, other than just, like, yeah. full-time snoozers. You can tell <laughs> those stories, too. Like, the problem with season one when they did that, though, is, like, something important was happening and then maggie go oh uh lol i'm leaving i gotta go see if i can be in the sorority like that's the problem that's how you don't do it you can have these things going on yeah but just don't make the characters idiots for them to happen (laughs) sure they shouldn't try to like have it just take precedence over it but i would like for these things to exist and for them to be characters with fully rounded lives exactly it is nice to see them do some things outside of it but that's also what original churn became too focused on and them just sitting at home whining that they ever had to do anything supernatural <laughs> based but and you know like um part of the shows part of making you root for these characters and part of the entertainment value of shows like this is not just the monsters that they're fighting although the supernatural stuff is not that interesting in the season uh, like okay mm. I, I do i'm interested in the dark lighter plots but i i do a lot of it's not that great and 
part of part of what we're invested in is the characters or we should be invested in and so we want to see like what is their school life like what is their like what what are their goals what do they want to do macy used to be a, a scientist who was very interested in that like with, with yeah. career-minded goals and like um and it's not just about the relationships either like we don't care about contrived love triangles or whatever or if you're going to do a relationship then you need to build it up and make it worth it I felt mm -hmm. like near the end with the Galvin and Macy stuff, we cared because they had like built that into something. Yeah. They were even doing decent with the Harry and Macy stuff until they shit it up with this Abigail boring garbage. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And they both seem to have become the same character. They're just like both um, whiny, spiteful people. Yeah. And the only complication you need in that was the dark later, Harry. We didn't need new boyfriend billionaire idiot and abigail <laughs> this is so dumb no thank you well what do you know it's not every day you see the stupidest thing you've ever seen phelan i just wanted to share with you the joke i wrote there's no segue here <laughs> so they're going after swan and then i wrote stop looking at me swan <laughs> <laughs> Stop looking at me, Swan! You know the 5% of people who are huge Billy Madison fans are going to get that. <laughs> <laughs> Only Swan had died. This could have been her swan song. Oh my god, <laughs> yes! I miss Lucy! Lucy, come on! <laughs> if we're going to talk best season one characters, fucking Lucy. <laughs> Batches! <laughs> Oh I'm man! Back, working for Alistair. Uh, that's not really going anywhere. Bring Lucy back, season three. Hashtag release the Lucy cut. Remember her evil Skype calls? <laughs> yes, the evil Skype calls. Bring that them back. Have barely anything to do with anything. the Lucy. The Lucy Alistair alliance. Oh, it never yeah. got better than that. <laughs> Bring Parker and Maggie back together. Okay, I'll do nothing. Oh, they got back together anyway. Excellent, my plan. <laughs> See, that's what I mean. Like, I enjoyed season one because it was just that dumb. <laughs> it was just that dumb. Okay, but anyway, you know what I don't get about this whole thing when they're chasing down Swan, so they all kind of separate, and then she goes after Maggie and she's shrieking. Nobody hears this for a yeah. while. They, like, they're like, I don't know, 10 feet away, and they're like, oh my god, I guess she's <laughs> after her. You didn't hear her going, ah! <laughs> Yeah. Um, and so uh, evil possessed swan uh, threatens to burn this place down if they don't bring her Jordan. And they're like, but isn't that just like what the, what he did to your sisters? Like what the witch finder did? Like, it, it's so weird that she made that exact threat too. like, I'll burn this place down. Like she could have made any other threat, but she goes for that just so they can go into like, but like, isn't that bad when you think about it? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and, like, safe space was a safe space for witches back in the day. Like, this exact area. That's, like, silly. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Um, so they're they're talking to her, and um, Maggie is like, Jordan's a decent man. She calls him a decent man. <laughs> he's which okay. Might be, he's decent. He's, De he's, <laughs> uh, he's, sometimes I could take him, sometimes not. Ugh. Um, so they give her the ring, which is what she wanted anyway. They're like, hey, how about you just yeah. take your ring back? And she's like, ooh, a 
ring. Ooh, to the fires of Mordor. <laughs> it's a Cupid ring. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> if I burn this, it'll kill Coop. <laughs> yes, do it. Uh. <laughs> um, she puts the ring on. It seems like she's having a moment like, okay, so maybe things have been put right. What once went wrong and she can leap out. <laughs> um... But then they, like, cast a spell like they're gonna vanquish her? Like, she's like, ah, and they're like, ah, cast a spell now! Ah! <laughs> yeah, she just shoots her out of swan. Yeah, but then it seemed like they healed her or something? I don't know what exactly happened there. She was, like, normal-looking and not burnt now? Yeah, Like, they ended the curse or something? I don't know what exactly they did. I don't know. Maybe the ring did it? I don't know. They, didn't, they don't really explain their spells in that much detail anymore, and that kind of bothers me. I, they didn't really explain what they were going to do there, and then they did it, and it was like, what? Yeah, they just kind of had that spell, I guess, saved up. <laughs> if they had the make her cool spell this whole time anyway, why didn't they just cast it before even finding her? Just be <laughs> like, make her cool, don't, don't burn this place down, then she's normal. <laughs> you need to be seeing her in front of you possessing the comic relief <laughs> girl <laughs> also Swan does is no Lucy. <laughs> God. Um yeah, it was so lame when she like turns normal and she's like, thank you. <laughs> yeah. The curse is over, right? No. Jordan's also gotta try and be really cool. And he he's gotta put that. right what once went wrong. That's what yeah. happened. <laughs> mm -hmm. He's got to atone for his sins. He's like, I don't um, know how to do that. Right. That was really weird how they set that up. First of all, Maggie's like, thanks for sparing him. And it's like, didn't you just, he just did it by casting that spell on her. I don't know if that was really in her hands at that point. <clears throat> but okay. She's like, the curse isn't over. And she whispers something in Maggie's ear. And either Maggie is lying her ass off to Jordan about what she said or it was just like a lame next scene reveal. Just like, yeah, you just gotta make, you just gotta balance the scales of justice. <laughs> yeah, there's no point in hiding that from us if that's all she said. Like, that's it? Like, <laughs> yeah. So it's I don't know if that's, yeah. You gotta try and be good. <laughs> oh, be all right. Good. You gotta give your. <laughs> Frank and Maggie. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you gotta give your uh, first aid kit to whoever asks for it, instead of being a whiny bitch about it. No! I can't do it! Why do you need my first aid kit? What's your deal? Someone's Just the injured. edibles making him that cranky. Someone's injured. A likely story. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see if they're really injured by sticking my foot in the door and following them home. <laughs> do you really need this first aid kit? <laughs> Um, they said he needs to balance the scales of justice. He is tr he is in school to be a lawyer, too, so maybe he needs to take on a bunch of cases pro bono, balance the scales. <laughs> so uh, she's got to give the witch talk to him, and he goes like, he's like, you know, what about brooms and, and flying on brooms and pointy hats and all that stuff? Is that real? And then, ha ha ha, a bunch of funny talk. And then he goes uh. like, what about... Witches and humans, are they allowed to fraternize? <laughs> the whole time I was thinking, what the fuck about your girlfriend, dude? Yeah, I said that too. He's like, what? he has a girlfriend. What <laughs> the fuck up? Why do all of Maggie's big relationships start through cheating on this show? Mm -hmm. Why is she such a homewrecker? Because <laughs> <laughs> Maggie's the worst. <laughs> Terrible. 
She's yeah. got to get like, and she's like reciprocating this, you know, like yeah. I, I could understand if maybe you like have feelings for someone who's taken, but you don't want to make the move because they're, you know, with someone else or whatever. But she's clearly like, she's sitting there like, he, like for me, I'd be like the fuck about your girlfriend, dude. Like, and you should not trust someone like that. If you want to start a relationship and they're willing to just fuck over their girlfriend, don't even start because oh, <laughs> yeah. they don't give a shit about you. Maggie's loose and fancy free. It's not like she was just about ready to marry someone who just apparently yeah, right? got murdered. <laughs> right? Oh my god, what is wrong with these people? <laughs> and like this very Horrible. complicated and like she thinks he betrayed her too and <laughs> God. Ugh. She should have some she should really not want a relationship right now <laughs> at all, probably. And be kind of uh, grieving in some way. <laughs> It'd be hilarious if they were talking and then in the background, Galvin comes out of the garbage can and goes, yo, that is wild. <laughs> <laughs> Parker, help me to the bathroom. <laughs> Parker, help me to the bathroom. I've been dead for a while. I need help. <laughs> <laughs> Parker's like, oh, I know what it's like to be dead. <laughs> what? So Parker just right that. now. Oh, so Parker isn't dead anyway. Flirt we... with Jordan. <laughs> We know that Parker is still alive right now, just rotting in a cell, and that is hilarious to me. He's trying to play guitar, but all his strings keep breaking. <laughs> but that's why we know that Abigail's so good. <laughs> yeah, Abigail's so good. Parker updated his Insta, still dead. <laughs> <laughs> New guitar solo from jail. Ugh. Terrible. Um, oh, and uh, Swan is like, oh, I'm so hungover, and then Jordan takes her home. Yeah, and she's, ah, my neck, lol. <laughs> it's like, well, it'd be broken, you idiot. <laughs> <laughs> and then he goes, oh, enjoy your Java. <laughs> uh, so, all right, the wrap-up stuff. Uh, Macy's looking at Julian's text, and uh, Harry shows up, and he's like, yeah, I'm gonna go check on Abigail, see if that antidote worked out. <laughs> And he's all jealous about her bill and billionaire boyfriend or whatever. And they're both being just pissy to each other. And yeah, I'm like, just pissy, fuck off all jealousy. Of this. It's so annoying. I don't fucking care. And then Harry's um, just like, anyway, stop being around the bush. I like you. You know that. And I'm going to go see Abigail. <laughs> what is even his point, though? He's like, you know how I feel about you. I want you to be happy or whatever. And it's like, okay, but she's, yeah. if you think that she is jealous and you like her... Why don't you both just get together? <laughs> like, what, what are you? Why are you punishing yourselves over what? Because well, they, because they're like it's too dark, or we'll bring out our demons. Well, he's he getting said, with the like, half demon anyway. He's like, did he bring up the dark later? He's like, because you want the dark later instead. Is that it? Because he's jealous of himself, or I what? I think that was mentioned. Maybe <laughs> I know that's sort of part of it. I don't know. There's a better way to do this. There's a better yeah, way to do this. That should just be the core conflict there, is the dark yeah. later. We didn't need to throw in bad actress Abigail that, like, somehow was fooling him. Mm -hmm. Big dum-dum. Yeah, we didn't need these <laughs> fourth and fifth wheels. <laughs> Ugh. Ugh. So he leaves on a pissy note, and Macy, I guess, is gonna go meet up with Julian and Aspen. Uh, this is all shades of, um... You remember boring. Phoebe Shades of Boring? Fifty Shades of Boring. 
Yeah, this all this all reminds me of. Do you remember Phoebe's boyfriend, the the really rich newspaper mogul guy? Yes, unfortunately. Yeah, where she kept like going with him to like Hong Kong and all this stuff, and like, yeah, it, it was just ugh. stupid billionaire sugar daddy storylines. Yeah, I hate it. <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> okay. Um. Then we also have uh Ray. Uh, and Mel, uh, he leaves her with a number of a buddy who can track down this license plate. Mm -hmm. uh, Mel's like, hey, why don't you stick around? Uh, but he's like, I gotta go. I'm just a guest star. <laughs> <laughs> but he doesn't want the buyers to come after them. He wants to take care of his sisters. So for once, he's trying to take responsibility and not have his uh, his daughter, a daughter's uh, uh, in trouble. And he's like, take care of your one and a half sisters. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I really, I don't know, maybe it was too much to get into with the Macy stuff with him, but it does feel like that. I guess that sort of ties into exactly what happened with him and Maggie, too, and that, like, you know, his wife getting with someone else is part of why they fell apart, but mm -hmm. I don't know. I guess what else would he have with Macy? He never raised her, he didn't know her, but it's, it just feels like just not acknowledging it is weird. It is. Like, I wish there's at least a bit more comment from Macy on the situation. Or at least, like, some comment, like, from him. Like, I don't know. It feels like this would have mattered to her in some capacity in season one, because the stuff with their mom certainly did. Yeah. And, like, I feel like, too, did he know about Macy? We know he knows about Maggie not being his, but did he know Macy existed? I don't know if we got an explanation of that. Yeah, maybe they explained that to him at some point because they certainly know that they she he knows that they have a sister that he didn't remember. So <laughs> yeah. something must have happened there. But they must have said something. Mm-hmm. But I don't Which, know. Like that'd be a story, but it's not. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what was the cliffhanger, Phelan? <laughs> <laughs> what was it? <laughs> The, the stupid thing with the the hamster. Oh, yeah, it's just them in a lab and they inject a dead hamster with magic. The the buyers? Yeah, the buyers do with that the black crap. <laughs> <laughs> and then they go, what is that? It's black crap. <laughs> black crap. <laughs> Don't try it. Not even once. <laughs> this is your brain on black crap. It's like... <laughs> Tar heroin, that's what they should do. <laughs> yes. Uh, turns into the tar monster from Fern Gully. <laughs> uh, yeah, oh my gosh. Like, what are we supposed to feel about this scene? They're like, ah, we brought... It almost seemed like a scene from Jurassic Park. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Their testing facility we where they bring dead hamsters to life. With magic DNA. <laughs> yeah, you remember season one when they had a Charmed One DNA plot? That sure happened. <laughs> Bring back that dumbness! I'd rather have that than this! <laughs> Maybe Macy's gonna have to go to the stupid magic lab and be a scientist again. Yeah, maybe they'll tie the science thing in there, because, uh, boy, she, she really could use more of that. Yeah, that'd be cool. See that was part of what... It was part of what made her character interesting the fact that she was very uh logical and science uh yeah. influenced but also used magic and they, they yeah. seem to have lost that but sure man did they bungle a lot of that in the first season because some of those scenes <laughs> of her in the lab were really boring <laughs> that's true all right phelan what'd you think of this episode <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's wrap this up 
absolutely wonderful stellar television <laughs> must watch. I mean, obviously you didn't like it. I didn't like it. But I mean, how does it stack up? Was it uh upgrade, downgrade from last episode? Downgrade for the most part. Especially because like, it annoys me how bad the Macy Harry stuff's gotten now. Where that was sort of interesting at one point. Abigail's an automatic minus at this point. Mm -hmm. I I didn't hate her as much when she first showed up, but it got quickly annoying. <laughs> um, like we said, the Mel and her dad plot was the most interesting bit, and it still has some execution issues. Yeah, and I don't know. I could maybe get behind Maggie being the fight one if it had been more um, built up and felt deserved rather than just a switch is flipped and now <laughs> she's the fight one. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, yeah, this was a downgrade from last week. I was, I, last week was total indifference. Um, so this week was just, <sighs> I didn't like it. I was annoyed. It was bad writing. The yeah. stuff with Mel and their dad um, was the best part of it, but again, like it just needs it needs some work, and I wish that everything wasn't so wasn't so emo all the time with everyone. Yeah, and then it would have more impact with the stuff that was serious rather than it just being all that all the time. the The tonal issue bothers me. Mm. Um, Abigail can go fuck off. It's not a <laughs> villain you love to hate. It's just a villain that's annoying and contrived and written badly. Um, and I'm just sad because I know they're going to get more into this demon overlord storyline. That's the it's the overarching plot, so we can't escape her right now. Mm -hmm. It's just bad. And I don't like what they're doing with Harry and Macy. I feel like they're really sabotaging their characters into like unlikable assholes. Yeah, it's not fun. They're both miserable, and like we said, they have to write Harry to be such an idiot to make this part work. Yeah. All right. Well. What a good note to end on. Look, I want these podcasts to be fun, so gushers! Gushers! Swan's dead. Swan's dead! Let's pretend she's dead. Let's celebrate. This was her swan song. Yeah. This was her swan song. So, uh, if you would like to celebrate with us, <laughs> I'd appreciate it if you guys could like, subscribe, or review uh, this show on um, whatever platform you're enjoying this on. You can find us uh, in audio form at anchor.fm under Charmed Hard with a Vengeance or Charmed Rewind on YouTube under youtube.com slash movie nights the series. Uh, if you'd like to support us on Patreon, uh, see videos early or take play, uh, take part in polls or all that sorts of good stuff, uh, you can find my stuff at patreon.com slash movie nights or Phelan under patreon.com slash Phelous. It's under youtube.com slash Phelous too. I forgot to tell that. <laughs> Um, thanks to Peter Hunter for uh, editing this podcast for us. Uh, you can find him on Twitter at Pretor Hunter. What's the hashtags, Phelan? Hashtag incriminating evidence cabinet by the shitter. <laughs> that's a long hashtag, Phelan. Yeah. Hashtag that's out. a long hashtag, Phelan. <laughs> you can cut out by the shitter. <laughs> <laughs> hashtag gushers. <laughs> Hashtag swan song. <laughs> That's it. We'll see you Charmanders next week.